Biblical forgiveness? Please answer this question. If Jesus says we have to forgive or we cannot be forgiven, but we sincerely believe that we cannot forgive others or receive it for some reason for ourselves, then don't you think something must be wrong? Do you know someone who is stuck in unforgiveness for any reason or someone who feels like they can't be forgiven? Unforgiveness, regardless if it's not forgiving or not being able to receive forgiveness, is a symptom of one or two things, either a lack of trust of God or a lack of understanding what forgiveness truly is. Howdy, welcome to God's Adopted. I'm here to help encourage you to grow in faith through stories, teaching, and practical examples so you can experience more of God in and through your life. When we get born again, He adopts us. This podcast is here to encourage us all to grow in becoming the children of God He's adopted us to become. Join me and learn to do like Peter did. Let's get out of the boat and step on the water with Jesus. This is part two of three episodes of The Keys to Forgiveness. The first was episode seven, where I gave you some tools to help you or someone you know get a clear picture of your current reality and needs around forgiveness. In this episode, I want to help you know what forgiveness actually is and is not. I also want to give you what you need to get yourself unstuck and hopefully also equip you to help others too one day. If you have the homework from episode 7, get it out. But even if you don't, come on, let's get started. Heavenly Father, please help us to learn your truth about forgiveness and give us each the encouragement and strength we need to trust you in taking action your way regarding forgiveness for ourselves and for others. In Jesus' name, amen. I've met and ministered to a lot of people over the years, and I know from my own experience, too, that forgiving ourselves is one of the most difficult things to do. But let's start back at what is forgiveness. Forgiveness is removing some person or group of people off of our hook to judge, to be judge over, and putting them onto God's hook so that he can be judge over instead of us. When we hold on to unforgiveness, we're choosing by default or on purpose to keep ourselves in a place that can cause us harm or keep us in harm so that we can't get help that we need. Sometimes we want justice so bad that we want to hold on to unforgiveness as if it will force punishment onto someone for hurting us. That's like drinking poison and expecting it to hurt the other person. It's a lie. doesn't work that way. Another way that I've heard people describe unforgiveness is that it's like we put ourselves in a prison cell and we're suffering and we're in misery and stuff. And the whole time that we're in the prison cell, the key to open the door to get out is sitting right there on the floor next to us. I'm saying that we have a choice. Understanding all of this more clearly, especially what it's not and some explanations, I think will really help us to be able to make the choice, make a good choice for ourselves too. We all need forgiveness. We all sin. We all do things that are wrong. And even if we didn't, 
other people do things that are wrong to us. Other people have a choice to sin also, don't they? And so we need forgiveness to be able to be forgiven by a Father in heaven. And Jesus says this in Matthew 6, 14 and 15, For if you forgive people their wrongdoing, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive people, neither will your Father forgive your wrongdoing. 1 John 1, 9, it says that if we confess our sins, he is faithful and righteous to forgive us the sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. There's a process that goes on. If, if I'm hurt and it's because of sin or somebody else sins against me and I'm hurt, it's as if I have this bandage on my arm and I'm ignoring it if I stay in unforgiveness. But if I choose to forgive, that's like walking up and saying, oh, I have this problem here, doctor, and oh, look at it. But if I ignore it, whether I'm ignoring it or whether I'm staying in unforgiveness, it's, they have a very similar trait to them. Basically, I'm leaving something hidden that needs to be exposed so that help can come. What is wrongdoing? It's, some translations say that that's trespasses. Other translations call it sin. If I forgive someone of their sins towards me, my Father in heaven will forgive my sins. Ultimately, sin is the big problem here because sin has results. Whenever someone sins, something happens because of the sin. Whether it's the relationship with God is impacted in a negative way or with other people or with ourselves somehow. But let's keep it real simple. So if sin is doing or leaving undone what is not pleasing to God, then step back for a second with me. Why is sin not pleasing to God? This isn't a matter of somebody having rules that they just don't want you to break. This is a matter of why does God say something is sinful because it's not his way? What is his way? His way is the best way possible for all of us to have the best life possible from the point of view of the one who created us. So God creates us with a purpose, each one of us unique. Not one of us is the same. He made each one of us for a reason, for his reasons, and the best life we could ever have or want to have or hope to have ultimately is by being in a right relationship with him and going and doing and being whatever he wants us to do. And so sin ultimately is not that. And so God hates sin because it hurts the one he loves. It hurts us or it hurts someone else who God loves. That's why sin is so detrimental. God knows that sin causes us harm or harms others, and he loves us so much that he doesn't want us to stay in that harm or harming others. It affects our relationships with God and people. Now, sins have consequences, and they have results. We can commit a sin and be forgiven, but still have some results lingering or that remain. We'll describe that a little further as we keep going. So let's keep going through this process here. At the start of the episode, I said that unforgiveness is a symptom of one or two things. One is a lack of 
trusting God or a lack of understanding what forgiveness is or is not. I'm hoping that you're seeing that God is a good father who only desires what's best for us, but who also gives us free will, and everyone else around us has free will also. We can all choose to do what's right or to not choose that. Most people think that they know what forgiveness means and what it is, but if they knew it, if they really knew it according to what the Bible says, then they'd probably be more forgiving and probably be receiving forgiveness more also. Forgiveness is not deserved or earned by any of us. We don't deserve forgiveness. If someone says that I'll forgive you if you do dot, 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 then really they'll forgive you as a payment. And that's not what forgiveness is. You can't earn forgiveness. Think of this. Can you think of a time that you ever earned it or deserved to be forgiven of something? The answer has to be no, if it's forgiveness that we're really talking about. Forgiveness is not an emotion or a feeling. The Bible never says forgive when you feel like it. It's not an emotion or a feeling. Ultimately, you'd never feel like forgiving. Forgiveness is not implied acceptance or an agreement about what is being forgiven. If someone does wrong to you and you forgive them, it doesn't mean that you are saying it was okay what you did. That was okay. No, that's not what forgiveness is about. Remember, it's taking them off of our hook, putting them onto God's hook. There's a reason for that, and I'll get into that in a moment. Forgiveness is not something that has to be received by the other person. Forgiveness is for you. It's not for the other person. The other person can say, oh, I'll never forgive you. That is between that person and God, though. We go to God and we say, God, I was wrong. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Even if it's about a different person, you did something wrong. You realize, you've come to realize that it was wrong, that it was sin. And you come to God and say, God, forgive me for this sin. And you put it into God's hand and you put yourself into God's hand. And he's a good God and he will forgive us. He says so. But we have to bring it to him so that he can do that for us. And an exchange can take place. So forgiveness is for you. It's not for the other person. Forgiveness is taking a person off of that hook, like I said, of judgment and putting them onto God's. Let God be the judge. In Matthew eleven twenty five and 26, it says, Whenever you stand praying, forgive if you have anything against anyone, so that your Father who is in heaven may also forgive you your wrongdoing. But if you do not forgive, neither will your Father in heaven forgive your wrongdoing. Forgiveness is a decision. We have to decide. We choose. Do we want to keep stuff on our hook? And try and be God? Or do we want to let God be God and be able to get help from God? Forgiveness is when you do it, it's done. There's a finality to forgiveness. Now, some people, some people talk about how they have to keep forgiving somebody over and over and over. A lot of times, that's a situation where it's not that 
you never forgave, it's that you keep on having to forgive. And there's certain kind of relationships that people are in or where they're around somebody who, who has different types of problems and stuff where they just they have to keep on forgiving. But when you forgive, it's final. It's done each time. Forgiveness does not mean that you are okay or in agreement with something that was done or said to you that hurt you. Forgiveness does not mean that you no longer desire justice in a situation. When we forgive, we're trusting that God is going to be just, that he loves justice, and he does. But whatever he does or doesn't do, that's up to him because he's God. And it can be hard sometimes to forgive someone knowing that, well, God might forgive them. Well, that's true, but he forgave you too, though. The forgiveness he extends is for you also, is for you especially, especially for your own sake. And yes, he extends forgiveness to other people also. And they could be forgiven, but that's between them and God. We have to choose to turn away from the lie of the devil that you're going to be like God and allow God to be God. Forgiveness does not mean that you are giving license to more wrongdoings. In other words, to people doing more to you and, and to hurt you more. Forgiveness does not equal trust. If you hurt me and you break our trust, if you walk by me and kick me, I can forgive you for kicking me, but I don't know that I can trust you getting close enough to be able to kick me again, so I might not let you near me. Now, if I don't let you near me, did I forgive you? Is, me, is my lack of trust in you, does that have anything to do with whether or not I forgave you? No, it doesn't. Forgiveness does not equal trust. You could try and rebuild the trust, but to say that, well, you didn't forgive me because you don't trust me. No, no, they are not the same thing. You can't connect them together like that. I can forgive you, but I don't have to trust you. Forgiveness is not the same thing as forgetting. Some people say, oh, well, you have to forgive and forget. No, you don't have to forget. You have to forgive, but you can still remember. When we, when we go to God and forgive and release somebody, off of our hook and onto God's hook. When we do that, it's almost like we're uncovering a wound and we're exposing that wound. And we, and we're, because we do that, now we can let God help us and bring healing to the hurt that was caused to us and restoration to what degree it's able to be brought. Some things are not able to be fixed. Some things are not able to be restored. Trust could be one of those things. And so trust is a good, simple example. In the notes to this episode, I have a basic outline, and it might be helpful if you get a copy of that and just kind of fill in the blanks based on what I've been sharing with you. If you don't have the homework from episode number seven, then I'll give you the basics here, but I would encourage you to go listen to that episode and, and get the information from there, the homework, because it will help you in the next episode. In the next episode, I'm going to walk you through being able to go through the process of forgiving so that we can go ahead and start receiving some healing and some restoration even inside of ourselves. And I don't know what God's going to do. Could he bring physical 
healing or other kinds of healing, emotional, or just give us a peace about something, maybe where we're being tormented by something or some way. All of that's possible. And, and if we don't try, then we'll definitely not get any of that. I'm not making any promises. I'm saying, let's go to God and let's see what happens. Before we go into the process of actually forgiving, which is going to be the next episode, the homework is this. You make a forgiveness list. You list all the people or groups of people that you know that you need to forgive. At the top of the list, put your name and then probably mom and dad, and then go on from there. That's very normal. Don't feel bad about that. After you make the list, and listen, some of the people that you put on that list, you, you're going to feel like there's no way I can forgive this person. Put them on the list too, okay? Even if that's you, yourself. After you created the list, I want you to look at the list again and put an X next to anything on the list, any item on the list that you know is going to be difficult to forgive or impossible. Put an X. Now, with everything on the list that has an X, I want you to copy this fill-in-the-blank sentence that I'm going to read to you. And for each of the ones with the X, I want you to fill in the blanks for the make a copy of the sentence and fill in the blanks, okay? The fill in the blank sentence goes like this I cannot or will not forgive blank for blank because blank. The last step in the homework was to create the fill in the blank sentences for those list items that we think are going to be too hard forgive. And the thing that I like about that step is how the last part of each sentence can be used to understand the belief that's being followed to choose to go on in a way that is not God's way, actually. In other words, to choose to not forgive. Here are some examples I hope might help you work this out for yourself or in helping someone else when you have the opportunity. So you look at all of the parts of the sentences, all the sentences that say because something, and you can start to gain an understanding of what the belief is that's stopping the person from being able to forgive or stopping you. And then you can choose, oh, well, I don't want to keep holding on to that belief or that belief's wrong to help you get onto the next step. All right, so I'll give you some examples. If I believe that I can't forget what happened, and so that's why I don't forgive. Well, I'm believing in forgive and forget, but that's not God's way. God, he takes our sins. When we give them to him, he takes our sins and casts them as far as the east is from the west. God forgets. We're not God. None of us are God. We don't have to forget, but we do need to forgive so we can get God's help. Or I don't deserve to be forgiven. Well, that's being the judge over yourself. So that's choosing to let yourself be judged instead of letting God be judged. It's almost like I got born again, but now in this situation over here, so you can be the judge over my eternity and salvation. But as far as you know, this situation, I want to stand in unforgiveness. I want to be the judge. I got it, God. You don't have to do this one. I mean, it, I hope that sounds silly to you because don't stay there. If that's you, just don't stay there. I know I did that for myself for years, and it just never helped me. And the second I was able to say, you know what, I don't want to be the judge over myself either anymore, Lord, he was able to start helping me in some areas of my life that I really needed it, because not because he wasn't willing the whole time, but because I wasn't allowing him 
to take over. I was being God. I'm not a good God. He's good God. All right, so how about don't deserve to be forgiven, right? In other words, someone did you wrong and you don't want to forgive them because they don't deserve it. Well, here again, now we're being the judge over them instead of letting God be judge. None of us deserves forgiveness. No one does. And all of this dealing with forgiveness, if you hit a roadblock and you say, I can't do any of this because God cannot be trusted, reach out to me. Share with me some of what you're wrestling with. Maybe I can help you. Maybe I can share some ideas with you or some ways to consider thinking about things. I'm never going to say, just take my word for it. But I will say and encourage you, test what I'm saying. And what's good, keep. And what, what's not good, well, don't keep it. If it, doesn't, if it doesn't work for you, doesn't apply for you, don't use it. Now, I believe this, so I wouldn't be sharing with you, with you. And I want to help. But I completely understand if, if it's not time, or I'm not the right person, or these aren't the right words. I understand all of those things. I've seen them in action, and I don't hold any of that against anyone. Why would I? The last episode of this teaching is going to be actually using the forgiveness list and helping you to forgive and receive forgiveness also. Could you go ahead and start forgiving people on the list already without waiting for the next episode? Of course you can. Go ahead. And, and maybe you just hold on to anybody that you have a problem with or struggle with. You know, like if you look at the list and there's 20 different people on the list and you know you can forgive 10 and go ahead and do that, well, go ahead. But if, if you're not sure, then wait. Or if you can do some but not others, well, bring the others with you for the next episode. And, and I will help you as much as I can. And I'm excited for you and for me to see what God's going to do. The reason I'm going to be creating a recording of the forgiveness process in the next episode is to help you or anyone else walk through it, especially if you have any difficult areas of forgiveness that you may struggle with. Put your homework in a safe place until you are ready to take the next step, and then be ready to add anyone else on your list if they come to mind before the next teaching. Reach out to me if you have any questions at all. If you are able to, please send me an email or fill out the contact form at the bottom of godsadopted.com with any questions you have, or if you might be willing to share with me a copy of the because part of the fill-in-the-blank sentences from your homework, because I might be able to use that information to help create a teaching to help other people even further. Heavenly Father, please send your angels to guard and protect each of us who is going through this teaching. Give us strength and courage to take the steps in trusting you more and forgiving as you guide us in all of this. In Jesus' name, amen. I love seeing how our real living God is working in and through our real living lives in this real world. Please subscribe to this podcast and keep listening. If you've been blessed or encouraged in some way and want to leave a review, please do that by writing your review on iTunes. If you haven't already, please drop in and say howdy in our Facebook group when you can. See you next time on The Water with Jesus.